Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Iman. I'm Siham. And we are Pharaoh. Welcome to Power, your portal dedicated to expanding our souls, minds, and bodies. Hey, y'all. Hello. So this episode is in collaboration with Period Hero. It's a woman-owned company that created period-proof underwear. And you guys might have noticed that we had a giveaway yeah. on our Instagram page, powher.co. And we will announce that at the end of this episode. So, you know. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. But first, we'll just give you a little update of how we've been doing. Because clearly, the world is different since the last episode of Pow Her. World stop. No difference, I stop the world. World stop. Literally. Like, shout out to Beyonce. (laughs) So, you know, been meaning to... um, get on here during this quarantine and connect back with our uh, collective. I know we did a live recently. I don't know if you guys caught it. We did a live on our Pharaoh Instagram with our girl at Hodovoto, which is Halda Musa, beautiful, beautiful um, friend of ours and an incredible stylist artist, just a person who's very passionate about wellness. Just a beautiful being on planet Earth. Yeah, we love you, Halda. And we did a live with her. And thank you for everybody who uh, came on. I know we didn't host it on Power, but if you follow us at Power.co, you know we we directed y'all. Um, but anyway, uh, we plan on doing some more lives and, and connecting in that way. But we wanted to get to the roots, right, Siham? Yes. Get back to the roots, which is us just being in here in our Power portal, connecting with ourselves, connecting with y'all. Yeah. So um, we're gonna get into all that amazing moon cycle period talk in uh, in the end because hey. The quarantine is all about slowing down, right? We know that there's a health crisis, we know there's a virus, um, and we have been meditating and sending out the highest of vibrations that we could possibly send out um, to all those who um, you know, are, are dealing with difficulties at this time, you know, thanking all the healthcare, healthcare workers, the frontline uh, amazing people. My family members, my mother's a healthcare worker, my sister um, is a healthcare worker, my cousin, um, is a healthcare worker, um, you know, so I have family members who are out there every day, yay. so I love them, and I'm just sending love to everybody, guys, mm-hmm. like, we're all in this together, you know, um, yeah, what has been up with us, let's just, um, you know, just like you, we have been adjusting, we've also had amazing plans for 2020, right, everybody, all the festivals, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but we, we, you know, 2020 started off with such amazing energy, right? And I'm going to tell you, I'm still feeling those amazing energies. I'm still tapped in. I'm still grounded. And I'm still excited. I know there's a lot of stuff happening. So I just wanted to bring my energy into this of how I'm staying grounded and why I'm still excited about 2020. For example, we know we are souls who came here to have a human experience. Yes. So guess what, guys? natural disasters, health crisis, all kinds of stuff. It's all a part of the human experience, right? Um, For thousands of years, things have been happening. I know that this crisis has been the first in a very, very long time that we all as a collective on the world haven't experienced um, something like this. And I just thought, wow, we're being slowed down. Like, is is that not literally meditation? So we're gonna call this episode what you practice, you become. Yes. You know, I'm sure you guys heard that before. Um, and I, and you actually mentioned it on um, the first episode, I think, of the season when we were talking about building solid foundations. And I just thought, wow, what a divine alignment that we started off season two with 
it's so important to build a solid foundation. And I'm not talking about the physical, building the house with the bricks and, and, and building that physical project. I'm talking about the internal work, you know, the energy work. Everything's an inside job. So when you have your stability inside and you validate yourself and you know your prosperity comes from your source and not from somebody, it's gonna manifest in the world. Like, of course, it's gonna manifest as a job. It's gonna manifest as a check being sent, the lottery being won, all kinds of human manifestations are gonna happen, but it's always an energetic, you know, uh, a manifestation, which is the idea, the feeling. And now that we have been slowed down, we all have more time to practice some of the things that we may have been putting off. Yeah. You know, and us included. Sometimes it, t it, takes, it takes a while to, to actually put these things into practice. You know this information. We know it intellectually. We read books about things that can help us, but are we actually putting it into practice? Yeah. Are we waking up and meditating? Yeah. You know, meditating, especially for me, is so key. Somebody who's always in my mind it reminds me to be more in my heart space, to be more in my body. And that's what I've been practicing. I've been practicing being more present, practicing meditating more, because that's when I have, I find the most clarity. Yeah. I love that. Um, and thank you, Siham, for always being here as my reminder. And then we are everybody else's reminders. <laughs> uh, no, I literally talk to myself in the mirror, guys. I remind myself too. Like, mirror talk, so important. Um, I love um, what you just said. Every morning when I wake up, I, so sometimes, so, oh, this is a perfect thing. This is what I wanted to say. Rhythm, right? Being in sync with yourself in the rhythm of the universe literally means that I'm not in sync with Seaham sometimes. You know, like, just because we are you know, creating projects together. We have a business together. There's so much. We're sisters. We're, we're best friends. It's just so many layers. But mm -hmm. it doesn't mean just because she's pumped up and has, like, all this energy and she's working out and she's just feeling energized. And then in those moments, I'm literally laying on the bed, you know, not really inspired to do anything. And guess what? That's okay. I don't need to feel like um, it's okay if days were not, like, synced up. It's okay to take that break. It's, it's about syncing up with your rhythm, you know? Like, perfect example, like, when we're on our moon cycles, like, um, you know, me and Siam spend a lot of time together, so our periods are actually synced up. Mm -hmm. um, my little sister, she's so funny, she's actually synced up with us, too. She was like, oh, my God, we're shark sisters. And I, I never heard that before. I said, what? I thought it was so hilarious, but maybe y'all probably did. Um, you know, I'm in a cave somewhere. Um, but I was laughing. She's like, oh, my God, we literally were all, like, a day or two apart which was really cool, but it made me realize about all the times when you're not on the same rhythm as somebody, literally. Like, um, me and Siam's, uh, we got synced up more, but there was times when we weren't synced up, and it's like the week that she has all the energy in the world, I'm literally preparing for my moon cycle to come. So yeah. I don't have the energy to go to the gym. I'm not inspired to lift things and heavy things. I'm in my divine feminine energy. Y'all know we talk about the divine feminine energy on Power Her, which is about intuition, allowing, chilling out so that you get the inspired action, right? When we talk about divine feminine energy and masculine energy, it is not about gender. We all uh, possess both energies and it's vital that we balance it. Meaning, 
it's good to have masculine energy because when it's go time, that action, I need to, I need to have that perfect feminine and masculine energy so that I take the, um, the divine inspired action for me. It's different for everybody. Um, so yeah, slowing down that flow, it's so important. So it's about just accepting that, hey, this is where I am right now. Like I'm, my body does not want me to be super active. And this is where um, the creativity comes, which is so perfect. It's all aligning with the sacral chakra right now. You guys, we talked about the sacral chakra. It is the second um, energy center, emotion centers. Um, when, when I talk about energy healing, I, I mention this a lot. So the second chakra, the, the sacral, it houses our emotions and creativity. It is the home of creativity. So guess what? A lot of times we've been taught on this planet that creativity is only action-based. Like, you have an idea, you have to go run and do it right now. Get it done, get it done. Time, time, time. All of these things are societal construct constructs. Yes, time is real, as, as in it's 2.29 right now, but it doesn't mean 2.29 means you need to go finish that project. I get there's jobs and matrix, things like that, but I'm saying creativity can be cultivated energetically first. That's what I meant. I mean, everything's cultivated energetically first, and, even and that's if we when it don't feels the best. realize it. You and know, the times that we are the most energized, the times that we feel the best doing what we love, it's because we have cultivated that energetically. Yeah. So perfect example is I'm on my moon cycle and maybe see him, you know, she's kind of out of it and she's a few days ahead of me, let's just say. So then I'm just like laying on the bed, you know, I have a, like a heating pad on my stomach and I'm just like, I want to, you know, I want to record. Maybe she's recording an idea, like she's producing something. But my, my spirit is saying, hey, just sit here, lay down, you know? You've been doing a lot this week. Let's be in our divine feminine energy. And it's like, okay, well, what can I do? And the inspired uh, thought that comes to me is you can visualize right now you can visualize yourself, um, you know, maybe the beat Seaham's playing, maybe you're visualizing yourself dancing. And I could literally see myself dancing, creating um, some movements to this beat, but the whole time I'm on my bed. And I do this a lot. So this is a good, good tip for everybody out there who's, who, who's not, maybe not feeling well right now. Anybody out there who feels like they're bedridden and they don't have the energy to do anything, I want you to close your eyes, take a deep breath, Get in your heart space. Um, we've mentioned many times the easiest way to get in your heart space is literally focus on your heart, like where your heart chakra Even is. touch it to touch activate, it. you know, it helps to activate that yes, feeling. Because our, our hands have energy, emotion, emotion centers too. We just always talk about the seven major energy centers, but our hands also have an energetic opening. So when you, like Siham said, when you um, touch your heart with your um, hand, you're activating energy and you're opening up your heart and guess what when your heart's open you're out of your mind it is impossible to be on both frequencies you can't be in your heart and your mind well you can and it's um it's not a good place to be it's, it's called confusion you got to just choose that's the thing it's yeah when you harmonize it when you and, yeah and that's, i love and that word that that's what balance is about when you're in your heart space you you harmonize that communication, that energy between your mind. That's so perfectly and said. And your heart. Yeah. And that's, that's why I really focus on meditation because that is when, that's when that happens, when you're, when you're still, when you're just being. I'm in a space where I'm striving to be my best version every day. Yeah. And whatever that happens to be, that's perfect. 
because I've, I've struggled with perfectionism and things having to be a certain way and, and like being in control of everything. And when we're in meditation, we start to become aware of the programs and the feelings that have just been, you know, kind of playing in the background. Things that we've gotten used to, things that we've, we, we almost don't even realize, is, we don't even realize it's there anymore because it's just been playing on auto loop for yeah. so many years. These same feelings, these same recycled feelings. Yeah. And when you meditate, you start to become aware of those things and not attach who you are and who you're becoming to those things. And that's how we start to deprogram. Yeah. Deprogram all of the all of the, the feelings and the emotions that have just been playing in the background. Yeah. So as we're on our journey to becoming our best versions, um, you know, we're on we're on planet Earth. We're in the matrix. There is contrast. And one thing that I love practicing, and guys, I'm I'm human. You know, I have moments where, you know, I react instead of being the observer and being you know, there's moments I'm the master of my energy, and then there's moments that I will react emotionally because it's a new experience. I haven't been there yet, but then now I was like, wow, I'm so thankful for whatever that exchange was, even if it didn't make me feel good, because now I know more. One thing that I love to do is, as I'm practicing becoming my best version, I find that anything that I want, if it's companionship, more money, Whatever, the, whatever that thing is, you wake up with a new desire every day, I'm sure, um, or, or that one keeps getting bigger. Whatever that you're seeking or desiring, now my practices, I look within first. I don't even look in my purse. I look inside of my heart first. It's such a fun practice. I know it sounds like silly to be like, well, actually, I need more money. My account is in negative, so how am I supposed to look inside? Well, I have been practicing, and I believe this is a life practice. You don't ever stop practicing, reminding yourself that you are the love that you think you need outside of you. You know, it's not in that person. The love you're seeking is not in that boyfriend you think is about to change everything. It's not going to be in that, in that person you're going to marry. There is love between you two, but the love starts with you. You know, and as somebody who's been in some relationships and as I'm still expanding I know this so that's why I'm deeply appreciative for my relationships that's why I share them so that they can help other people but I really learned that so like for example if I'm feeling you know like we're in quarantine right now this is a really good good conversation if somebody out there if you're feeling lonely maybe you're quarantining by yourself because like you know you got stuck somewhere during this time maybe you, you don't have access to your family members other than via FaceTime and all the beautiful technology we have, I want you to meditate. And I want you to literally focus on the love that's within you. L literally just picture your heart. Even if you don't know what your heart looks like, just picture a heart. Picture the green color or a pink color because these frequencies um, connect with the heart um, resonance, the frequency of our heart chakra. So literally, I, I, I do that. So for me right now, Obviously, we have desires. Obviously, there's goals and things that I'm attracting to myself still as a powerful manifester that I am. But there's, there's a lot of that stuff that has not physically manifested yet. Guess what? I'm still happy as F. I'm a really happy person. I can genuinely say that I love myself and my dominant frequency is joy. You know why? Because I practice it. When I wake up in the morning and I'm not 
if, if you know, I, I don't wake up on a thousand every day super, super excited. Some days I wake up and I'm a little somber and that kind of, even if I don't remember my dream, I'll be like, oh, this feeling must be something I experienced in my, uh, in my astral world, in the sleep world, because mm-hmm. everything's real, you know? So I'm just like, okay, instead of trying to look outside of myself, you know, and that sometimes is, you know, you'll find yourself in a bad mood and sometimes you expect somebody to pick your mood up. This is something that is a human thing. We're all taught. Somebody else is supposed to make you happy. We were programmed to believe that our happiness and love and abundance and prosperity is in somebody else's vortex, world, experience. No, you know? So every morning I have to remind myself, hey, you're the love. You're the empress. You're the emperor you've been looking for. You're both. You're everything, you know? And when I do that, I I literally like, I literally, I'm my own hype man. Yeah. Literally, I'm my own hype man. Like, it's, I love it. It's the best. Like, I, I, I get myself going. And, you know, whoever my divine counterpart is, whoever I end up marrying, I'm not going to need them to do that for me, you know? And, and, and the vibrational match that we both are, he's not going to expect me to do that for him either. We're going to do it for each other. It's called filling each other's cups. Because when you come with your uh, cup full... It's just running mm-hmm. over. It's, it runneth over. Yes. And so the things that we practice is are the things that we become. And just a little while ago when I was talking about those programs that have just been playing in the background, the things that you practice now start to override those programs. Yeah. So you become what you practice and not what you've been thinking about yourself. You've been, you know, this habitual thought or or these things that you are thinking that have be, have made you into the person that you are today if you decide today i'm going to start practicing loving myself no matter what all of the not enoughness that you are feeling in the past those things the the love that you you're practicing for yourself now is going to override that yeah i love that i was just telling uh my cousin uh Shout out to my, shout out to my cousin Jamal. I love him. <laughs> we we're literally just talking about like, you know, like, a, you know, like that negative voice, that critic that everybody has in their head, right? Yeah. It ain't anybody but you. Yeah. It ain't the demon. It's you. And it's not a bad thing. This is just let's get the boogeyman out of the room. He's he doesn't have the power. Forget about the boogeyman, hocus pocus, and demons. I want you to know whatever that negative thought is, you are going to replace it with a positive one. That is it. You cannot be on two frequencies at the same time. You either on flow 93.5, turning up, or you're on easy rock, just chilling, you know, <laughs> doing your thing. Maybe on a pickup truck, just doing your thing. I don't know. What I'm saying is, you gotta choose where you wanna be. And you don't have to be in the same place all the time. But it's just say, it's, it's, I, want, I want everybody who's tuning in right now to know you are a master of your energy. Meaning you can walk into a room full of the lowest vibrational energy you've ever felt, and still be the light. Yes. And still be the light. And, 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 and people are not going to understand. I want to give you guys a visual. Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite freaking zombie apocalypse movies. Y'all, I've watched every zombie movie. <laughs> and I've always, always, even before I understood how energy works or I understood how the universe works, I've always loved movies that had, like, um, you know, like even Matrix and um, what's the one with the dream, Sihan? Which one? With the one? The one with the dream. They keep going in different states, uh, the deeper, deeper into a dream state, astral. Oh, um, in... Inception. Inception, yes. 
You guys, these movies all have like the spiritual, even if they're not promoting the spiritual message, it is for us to receive. That's what art is, you know? For us to uh, perceive it in our own way. Mm -hmm. So the movie that I was talking about that I feel like is the spiritual um, depiction of what I'm saying is World War Z, Brad Pitt. Do you remember the scene when uh, the zombie, uh, whatever the virus is, it, it, they went back to Israel and that's where they like located like the first uh, zombie uh, breakout and like they had like some, they knew like there was like an omen, some sort of like something that they knew in Israel. Moving along. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> there's a, there's a, um, Brad Pitt gets out of there it, out of, uh, because it gets taken over by zombies, but there's a powerful scene that there's like a kid and he's just standing there and all the zombies are running past him so fast and they don't want him. They're not like touching him. They cannot get into his experience. Now, obviously, if you watch the movie, you know that the kid is infected and the zombies don't want to touch anything no, infected. No, he's, he's sick. He's not infected. With no, no, he's sick. That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Sorry, he has a... So if you're sick, the zombies want fresh um, specimens. They don't want anybody who has an illness. So I took that as energy. He was not a... At the end of the day, he was not a vibrational match to what was going on. And I want everybody to know, I know we're humans in these human bodies, but you are just as powerful. You already know. Season one, vibrational <laughs> cloak. We all have that. So, um, you know, obviously it's quarantine. We're not really out and about going places. But I want you to know how you create a vibrational cloak, how you protect your energy. Because, you know, you, 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 you do your affirmations, right? You're like, all right, I'm practicing, practicing self-love. I'm saying kind things to myself. I'm doing kind um, beauty rituals, you know, like taking baths, taking care of my skin, oiling my skin. These are just things you could do. Um, now oh and that actually uh, brought me brought me to my other point which is the now a lot of times self-care we think it's like oh I don't have this so I'll just start later like I just start my self-care routine later like cause I don't have all these products and I don't really have you know I don't even have a yoga mat like you know, I don't even have like I'm just I'm just being funny right now because this is literally who, who I used to be when I would make excuses oh yeah I don't really I don't have that yet so I'll just start later no if you have a thought, if you have an idea and you want to do something, do not wait to, uh, for outside to open back up and to find like some master class. Start now. We literally have YouTube. We have access to things. I'm literally talking to you as if like we don't need resources and actual money to start things. It could start energetically and there's always free resources I found. Um, so starting now, uh, you know, like just funny things I'll hear like friends or people say like, oh my God, I need a facial. Like, oh my God, I haven't gotten a facial in so long. Like, you know, if I don't have like, um, like my facial um, kind of like a routine, if I don't get it, my skin goes crazy, right? There's all these ideas that you need to go to this person and I need to go to this specific spot. What I'm saying to you is if you meditate and say, all right, I'm stuck in the house. I can't get that physical thing that would get out there. I swear you will get the answer. Like literally your soul will tell you, go to the kitchen, go peel that fruit and put that on your skin. You will be inspired to create your own face mask. Like I just love that. Like this is how energy works. Your creator, our creator, our source did literally has given us everything. We have all the tools, you know? And if we don't have the tools, the right person will be inspired to come into our experience who has the resources. So I just love that. Like in this time, self-care is really about listening to yourself first. That is self-care is about listening to your feelings first. 
your emotions, your intuition, it's there for a reason. Like, it's not made up. And this is what I always tell. Um, I think I, you guys have been jumping around today, but what I wanted to tell my cousin when I brought up my cousin earlier, <laughs> I know, I know, but it, makes, but it all makes sense. It all makes sense. I was telling him that critic in your, that critic that comes up in your, in your head, um, that naysayer, that negative voice everybody has, which is really you. What I want you to do is every time a negative thought comes up, this is your practice, everybody. When that negative thought comes up, I want you to ask yourself, instead of keep thinking it and fighting it, like having some sort of like mind battle with yourself, you will never win. Your ego will always win if you try to have this thinking battle. Do you know how you um, balance the ego? It's not about beating the ego down and deleting the ego. We need our ego. It's about balancing our ego. This is what you say. You literally tell yourself, I'm not aligned with that thought. Because your feelings, guys, forget about the thoughts. We gotta get back to the feelings. What are your, if you think, let's say that thought of, I'm just gonna say something negative about myself. Um, I'm a weak person. Feels horrible when I said that about myself. Like those words myself. Obviously, I don't believe it. So I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying like I, it, vibrationally, that word does not feel good. So what is my soul saying? Hey, move it along. We don't like that word. Your soul is guiding you. This is what I'm saying. This is like how kind of a subtle energy is. You're saying, you're thinking negative things all day. Even something as simple as, oh man, I need to get, I, sh I shouldn't have said that to my ex. Maybe I should get back with him. I'm just throwing things out there. Does it feel good? Hell no. So your soul is saying, no, we don't need to go back there. We need to stay present. We know we need to stay present. Mm -hmm. So I just want everybody to replace negative thoughts with something positive. And you know that's sorry, that's what my cousin was saying. Like, how do you know? I said, how you feel? How do you feel? You know those words don't feel good. That's simple. That's it. If you guys can master this, you are master of your energy. You will never yep. walk into a space and not know where you stand. You will know you walk into a space that celebrates you or doesn't. You are a master. All of us are. I'm just giving you guys my tools because I got tapped in and I'm tapping y'all in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Peered Hero. Yes. Um, so uh, shout out to Peered Hero. We did a giveaway on our Instagram. Um, and I would like to drum roll, please. I think we're going to let's just shout out the winner. Shout out the winner. Put a drum roll in here. Do, 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 do. And um, first of all, thank you, everybody who joined the giveaway. Love you guys so much. Um, and the winner is Celestial Enlightenment. You are the winner. Yes. yes. Uh, thank you so much for um, participating in the giveaway. Uh, we will be DMing you all the details for your, uh, your winnings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with our collaboration with Period Hero, we thought we would just share some of our self-care tips for when we are on our moon cycles. Yeah, because we are very passionate. And it, we've had a very tough journey. Yeah. But it's taught us a lot, uh, taught us a lot about our bodies and yeah. just how to, how to balance ourselves because I realized the times when we're in the most pain is when we're in the most resistance. Wow. And, um, you know, for me, I'm, today's my last day of my moon cycle. <laughs> TMI, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, actually, it's not TMI. Well, this is power. Yes. Exactly. So, 
I've realized, like, I know Iman was talking about it earlier, but when we are on our moon cycles, especially me, I want to do the most. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, do 30 things at the same time. And I've, you know, I've learned how to kind of, like, slow down my thoughts. And just, if I'm in bed and I literally can't move, I'm just going to write down the things that I need to do. When I feel a little bit better, I'm going to get on this. That's cultivating. That's yeah, it is. Beautiful. And I've actually, you know, I haven't really been a big schedule person <laughs> because, you know, we've been on crazy schedules. We've, you know, and so as an artist, I'm always just like, oh, you know, I'm just going to go with the flow, see what feels good. Yeah. You know, and I've realized that maybe I do need to create a schedule, <laughs> you know, and, and not just, you know, because... I wanna, I wanna, I wanna create a schedule, and you know, because it's what I'm supposed to do. But I realize that when I don't have to think about what I have to do, I preserve more energy for myself. Huge download for you. I preserve way more energy for myself, and it allows me to actually have the the inspired action to do more. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to be like. Like yesterday, um, I was talking to, to my friend, and he was like, oh, what do, you have to, what do you have to do tomorrow? And I'm just like, and I like was thinking about it. Just thinking about it <laughs> was so, was like a lot of energy that I did not have to exert. Yeah. If I already have it written down, especially like there's certain things, you know, that, that are a part of my routine every day. Like, you know, if I, you know, waking up early, yoga, stuff like that. Those are things that are, you know, pretty much consistent yeah. every day. So I just put that in my schedule consistently for the week. But, you know, just carving out that time and actually, like, writing it down, I don't have to think about it. And that is so helpful. So helpful. <laughs> so simple so, and helpful. I mean, back to my, my moon cycle. Yeah. When I'm in bed and I'm trying to do all these things, just, like, adding to my schedule or, perfect, you know, perfecting my schedule has really, like has really helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it allows you, and you know what's so beautiful about that? When you're writing things down, writing's creativity, so you're cultivating, right? Because at the end of the day, 90% of that stuff might not even happen. What if you only get 10% of it done and that's what you were supposed to do? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I love. Like, we put goals out there, but sometimes things happen and it does not transpire the way we want. That's just life. But at least you took the inspired action and you set the intentions you know intentions are energetic whether you make that intention in your mind or you actually write it down and writing is very spiritual y'all know writing things down is you know putting a pencil to paper pen to paper I even find we live in the digital world honestly writing in my phone also helps me sometimes yeah. I'll be like trying to find a phone not a phone trying to find a pen and I'll be like what the hell's wrong with me what the hell kind of writer am I I have no pencils or pens anywhere and then I'll just feel guided back to my phone and like, it's almost like God saying, like, what's up? What's wrong with the iPhone? <laughs> you know, like, it's okay. This is a part of your, you do, you do your business on here. There's so much you do on here. So it's I mean, okay. Yeah, for me, definitely writing things down helps me. Yeah. Because my phone is just. Can be very distracting. Th th there's a lot going on in my yeah, phone. I have that's a true. thousand apps and, you know, <laughs> notifications and. You know, you're, you're trying to write something important down and then you get distracted by something else. It's. You know, it's... Um... Yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. Everything, and not every time my phone, sometimes I'm not, sometimes my soul's like, put your phone down, and we got to walk away from it. And we don't want to say it for three hours. We don't want to see it. 
yeah so um yeah writing things down creating a, a schedule even when i am not physically able to do something because you know my moon cycle is something that has helped me yeah, yeah. And, and you just picked you brought up something so good listen a lot of us women have been you know shamed about our periods mm -hmm. so a lot of us women we just charge through we just work through our pain hell no we're not doing that anymore you know I know some of us like we have we feel like we have no choice like I gotta go to this job I need to feed my kids like I get it there's all types of experiences happening here but one thing I know is nothing good comes out of you know hiding our pain and and because trust me I've I, we've talked about it in the episode one I've had experiences where I would want to leave a, a, a maybe a meeting or something important that's money and business because I'm literally in pain but do I sit here and pretend like I feel good or do I walk away and say yeah I'm having menstrual cramps and you cannot even understand what this feels like like it's worse than a broken leg right a broken leg right now like this is real like we like you've probably read it but there's like the menstrual cramps for us has been labor levels you know and and it was about giving birth to new conditions that's what our body was trying to tell us every time hey let's do it a new way let's do a new cycle let's stop trying to run ourselves to death for what for who who said we have to work hard why can't mm -hmm. we allow the inspired action you know and our pain is directly linked to the resistance that we're feeling. Like I've, even, even as, um, as I was like laying in bed and I was talking about, you know, I'm trying to do 10 million things and I can't at, at that moment. Yeah. I, I let go of resistance by writing, by writing down, um, you know. Anything. What, yeah, just what, what I. Cause you could be like, channeling do, sometimes. Doing what I, but, but doing what I can. Yeah. Like if I can't do it, maybe I'll just write down what I, you know, plan. Yeah. Planning. Yeah. Plan to plan, like planning on what I need to do. Yeah. And that literally releases resistance from my body. My body's not as tense. It's not, it's not as, as stressed out. And then my pain reduces. Yes. Because the truth is, pain is real, but it's also an illusion. Yes. And we, and we know this because we've had the worst cramps that we've had to perform. Oh but that God. like adrenaline rush that you get from performing literally... It's, it's like the pain is no longer there. Like, you guys, we've had labor pains. I, like, we've had, we have friends, people in the business who have experienced and seen CM and I vomit. Like, are, like, literally, are you about to give birth? Like, what are these pain? What is this pain? And we would have to, like, perform. Well, thank God none of us were ever both on it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, that would always be, like, two days apart or something. The minute that music starts, I, it's like the hand of God touches my uterus. I cannot explain it. It's literally the epitome of creativity. I have left the mindset or the portal that I was in, which was I'm in pain and this is a part of my cycle and every month I'm just supposed to feel this pain. That's an old thought. That's an old programming that obviously when I'm out of the pain, I'm like, oh yeah, I am love. All is well. Like This is not a curse. This is not something to be ashamed of. This is not a bad thing. This is literally life. Like, we are givers of life. When I remember that, I, I'm not in pain, but, you know, sometimes when we're trying to do too much and we start efforting and working hard when we're supposed to be in our divine feminine energy, mm -hmm. which is relaxing. You guys, picture an empress, you know? You know, if you could just picture, like, a, a beautiful woman just sitting on her throne. She has everything she needs. She's just 
taken care of. She's just fulfilled, you know? We need to be in that energy when we're on our moon cycles. And somebody said that to me a long time ago, and I was like, how sway? <laughs> before then, before I started practicing love and kindness and patience and, and slowing down and, you know, like... Yeah, our sacral chakra is the home of creativity, and that is, you know, where we feel our pain yeah. um, dur during our moon cycles. So, you know, yeah. getting out of getting out of like the mindset of like, oh, it's my period, I'm gonna be in pain, you know, and like resisting, trying to do too much and having like literally stress and, and, and tension in our bodies. Yeah. You create. And even even laying in bed and, and creating a schedule yeah. that's creating. Literally. You know? I mean I'm sure it's not as powerful as like being on stage and like Forming because right. our pain literally like disappears in seconds. Yeah, and, and this goes for any pain. Yeah, whether it's the moon cycle, whether you know you're recovering from something. Yeah, whether you you have like Just chronic really bad yeah migraines. Yeah, I promise you, like when we when we get into alignment. Yes, when we get into alignment, and that's what it's all about. It's about alignment. When you're aligned, you're not feeling tension. You're not feeling. You're not feeling resistance. You're not, you're not questioning. You're not, you're not. Yeah, divine alignment, there's no low, lower vibrational thoughts and ideas happening. You're in divine alignment with your source. How could there, there's just pure flow, pure love, um, just like water. And you know, as an energy healer, I'm also a Reiki master. I'm always talking in energetic terms. Our sacral chakra, the second emotion center, it is literally... Um, it's housed by, it's a water sign. It's, it's a, a water sign, like it's a zodiac sign. But yeah, if it had, it's, it's water. It's an element of water. So think about that. It goes perfectly with what we're saying. Think about a river, pure flow. Nothing can stop a river. Big rock, a big tree. It's just like, just moving around. Water just finds its way, it just flows. That's what we're supposed to be. So sometimes, um, so because it, it houses like our creative center, but also like our emotions, right? Water water is emotions so that's why sometimes if we're not letting go of emotions that are I mean relationships that are not serving us we will find ourselves you know in a lot of pain I'm I'm just speaking from experience of you know when I was in a relationship that wasn't for my highest good I found that my cramps got worse around that time and it was like obviously my soul my source in the universe trying to align me and say this person's no longer a vibrational match for you you know because mm -hmm. You know, and it could be many things. Sometimes it's not your relationship, your personal relationship. Sometimes it's your jobs. We're always changing and growing. We're just like our moon cycles are cycles. Just like the moon phases, that's life. All day that's happening. So sometimes we get stuck in, in, our, in our spaces and we want to be there forever, but that's not real. Only thing that's real is change. You know, sometimes we're, we're holding on to jobs and places we, we, should, we should have left two years ago. You know, things like that. I mean, and change, it's going to come whether you Naturally. like it or not, it's either going to oh, be yeah. painful yeah. for you because you're in resistance to it or yeah. it's going to be just flowing. It's, gonna, it's just going to flow. Oh, that changed? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. something better's here. Yeah. You're either resisting it or you're in flow. And when you're in flow, you recognize the better that's there for you. And 100%. when you're not, you don't, you don't even see it. It's like invisible. Yes. Um, another tip that I want to talk about that really helps us, me, um, that 
uh, a self-care tip for, this is actually a self-care tip for life, but it like specifically heals um, your, your moon cycle, your period. Um, and also I want to talk a little bit about the root chakra too, which is the first energy center. And it's, it's like very close to the sacral chakra. And there's a lot of connections between them. Like for example, for me, every time I was on, every time my moon cycle would come around, my lower back would be even worse than my cramps sometimes. It, which would be so crazy because I'd be like, literally, I'm dying, spirit. Like, what do I do? Like, I'm dead, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I used to be like, wow, like double pain, like my front and my back. And um, I realized root chakra, that emotional center, is, is, is all about stability and being grounded and feeling in our power. So can you imagine you're already, you know, emotionally kind of, a, a, a bit of a mess when it comes to I'm talking to myself like my moon cycle I was already not in alignment with my moon cycle and then now what happens around your moon cycle you start to feel like you know you want to feel secure in your divine divine you feminine, feel safe yes divine feminine energy wants to feel safe and secure so guess what I don't feel that too I'm out of I'm out of whack again I'm out of alignment with my root chakra so now my lower back's hurting you know so this is the divine um, this is the heat this is how you heal Honestly, your sacral chakra and your root. Let me say that clearer. Sorry, guys. I feel like I'm talking fast. This is a really um, amazing way how I healed my root chakra and my sacral chakra. Grounding yourself. Planet Earth. Good old, good old Earth. Good old grass and dirt. I, um, I recommend everybody going outside. Not, I know we're in quarantine. I mean, finding a space. I mean, there's so much nature everywhere. I mean, we could be outside. We just have to social distance. There we go. Thank you. So for me, um, uh, we live in Toronto, and I just always, I'm so appreciative for the abundance of, like, hiking trails and just, there's so much nature that I'd never see anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. So sometimes I'm like, it's, it's, been, it's been quarantine out here. Um, so what I do is, um, it's funny. It's funny how spiritual healing information comes to you because God will literally guide me to like a video or a book or, or, or an article of somebody talking about this. So something I started doing was before I was on my spiritual expansion, three days before my period, like this is stuff my doctor told me to do because, you know, our, um, the, the doctors that I've seen have only had painkillers that they can offer. That's the best they can do. They could never give anything else but painkillers. And they'd always say, make sure, Iman, you take it three days before your period starts because you want to, you know? And there was something about that, about the, th the few days, the three days. I love threes. It's about, you know, that, that balance in threes. But those three days before my period comes, whoa, that's when the divine feminine energy really starts. That's when you, that's when the slowing down actually happens. It's, it's not even actually when you start bleeding. Yeah. So, 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 so some of you who are listening might probably resonate and be like, wow, I do, you know, that's what they call PMS, right? Premenstrual syndrome, where whether you're like, you get cramps around that time or you just get fatigued around that time. You get e irritated. Oh, yes. All of that. Like, you just be like, I just blew up on somebody. Yep. It's, it's, it's your divine feminine saying, hey, sit down. You're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Get in that feminine energy. Be in divine flow. You know, earth helps us with that. So literally go outside, barefoot, and you got to ground your feet. It's so important. You know what I love? I had a biology teacher back in middle school, or is it high school, ninth grade. She literally was like, you know, you guys all have cell phones now. And, you know, this is 
this is 2000s, you know, self, little flip phones in high school. It was really cute. And she didn't like that. We all kept bringing our cell phones in class. And she was saying, I know this is like new, you know, with everybody just having cell phones all the time. But like, you know, we, we didn't grow up like that. And now there's going to be more radiation for you young people. And I remember her talking. Nobody was listening to this woman. Yo, I was so tuned in. She was like, guys, I want you to tell your parents. And I, she was such a hippie. I loved her. But I didn't even know a lot of the things she was trying to teach us back then. I understand it now. But she's like, you guys go outside. Um, you know, even during um, your lunch break, get, get all that, like, all those electric waves and the radiation. You know, you can get it out of your system by grounding yourself. And I remember I started doing that. And I remember my friends were like, what? I'm like, yo, you didn't hear Miss... I forgot her name. Miss <laughs> Biology teacher. Um, and they were like, oh. And I just remember not thinking it was a big deal or what it was doing back then. But now... Um, when my moon cycle's coming, I make sure I go out there. Yo, it was even like in the in the dead of winter. And I was just like, man, I need to ground myself. And I was like, I can't go in the snow. That's stupid. No. <laughs> right? So I literally was like, what can I do? What can I do? So I, I remembered um, um, there's a lot of plants in the balcony. And they all died because, um, you know, it, the cycles of uh, summer was over. And um, fall, sorry. Yeah. yeah, winter was coming. So I just had a bunch of potted soil hello it's earth so I, would, I go on the balcony at times that i can't go all the way out somewhere and i'll literally um just put my feet in the the uh the soil the soil um so that's just things you can do like uh you know god inspired me to do that like just do what you can with what you have mm -hmm. you know so honestly connecting with earth is so important we are made up made up of all the elements of earth we are earth you know, so get out there, hug a tree. I'm not literally go hug a tree. Dead ass. Feels really uh, good. Yeah. So um, I think we're ending yeah. off the episode. So, yeah, I mean, thank you for sharing your your tip. Yeah. Um, and as far as uh, period hero, period proof underwear, um, we've tried it out. And our only recommendation yeah. is to go a size up. Yes. Yes, just because I feel like during this time we want to be comfortable. We don't yeah. want to wear something like super tight. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, um, but they were they're very comfortable, and they work, guys. Very comforting, very supportive. Um, honestly, I love peer-proof underwear. It's revolutionary, and I feel like um, if you guys want to go support. You can go to at Peered Hero to follow them, and you can also go to PeeredHeroShop.com. Um, and yeah, go check them out, just show them some love. Um, yes. Oh, well, we missed y'all. Yes. We'll, you we're know. Gonna, yes, guys, we're, we're back. The portal is back. We're back. We're back, um, and we wanna continue flowing with you guys um, during this quarantine. Um, obviously, the news is saying all kinds of stuff. We don't know when the quarantine's gonna end, but what we do know is we are powerful. We are powerful, and this is just physical distancing. Yeah. We are still here together. Yes, we're still here together. We're still creative, and we still have creative tools, you know? Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next episode. We yeah. love you, and uh, we're glad that we were able to stop by. Yeah, stay safe. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.